A good education is priceless. With a good education, your child's future opportunities and earning potential are limitless. However, there is a real cost to obtaining that education. In this episode of the Latino Business Report, we are going to break away from our traditional podcast format and provide you with some important cost-saving information. Basic tuition and fees at a state college in Texas can cost up to $16,412 per academic year. Add in books, room and board, extracurricular activities, and the price keeps going up. In this special episode, listeners will learn about the Texas Tuition Promise Fund and how you can lock in today's prices for your child's future education. Welcome to the Latino Business Report. This podcast covers business, people, and issues of the day from a Latino perspective. The Latino Business Report is brought to you by TAMAC, the Texas Association of Mexican-American Chambers of Commerce. TAMAC is the leading Hispanic business organization in Texas since 1975. Now for your host, J.R. Gonzalez. And welcome to another episode. Today we have with us Linda Fernandez. Linda is the Director of Educational Opportunities and Investments Division of the State Comptroller's Office. Linda, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me on. Well, it is a pleasure, Linda. And anybody who works for the state, great state of Texas and does, does the type of work that you do, we definitely want to talk to you. Now, today we're going to talk about, thank you, today we're going to be talking about something very important to a lot of Texans, definitely if you're a parent. If you're a parent out there or have a newborn or newborn on the way or a small child and you want to make sure that child gets educated, what we're going to be talking about today is going to be key to that, the Texas Tuition Promise Fund. Linda, can you tell us a little bit about that and how that fund got started and what it does? Absolutely. Uh, the Texas Tuition Promise Fund is a prepaid tuition plan and it allows purchasers to purchase future undergraduate resident college tuition and school-wide required fees at Texas public colleges and universities at today's prices. The plan was originally established by the legislature in 2007. Uh, we first opened for enrollment in 2008, so we're actually celebrating our 15-year anniversary this year. And the plan is administered by the Texas Prepaid Higher Education Tuition Board that's chaired by the Texas Comptroller. The board is in the office of the Texas Comptroller, and Comptroller employees, such as myself, serve as the board staff. So this is a plan that Texas has to allow parents to start buying, to start paying for college tuition early. Is that kind of the gist of it? That's exactly right, to start prepaying that future college tuition. And what's good about this plan is, like I say, you're going to be buying the tuition units, and you're going to buy that at the prices that you would pay were your beneficiary starting to school today. But when you redeem those tuition units in the future, they're going to be valued at what the costs are at the point you redeem them. So it's an opportunity to start paying for that and to save some money. A very flexible plan. We have a number of different payment options that you can use with the plan. 
different types of tuition units that you can purchase. It'll fit almost anybody's budget. So it really is a good way to start preparing for those future costs. So I guess at the, the end of the day, you can go ahead and start a program for your child at today's prices as opposed to what those prices are going to be in 18 years because we know college tuition is not going to go down. We haven't seen it go down yet, so uh, <laughs> you know anything's possible, but we certainly have not seen that. Now, Linda, I know that this program is basically it's um, something that falls into the um, 529 plan. Can you explain the 529 plan and what are some of the benefits besides getting a I don't want to call it a discount, but as, as uh, besides getting today's rates and keeping those rates guaranteed or locked in for the next 18 or 20 years till your child goes to college, what other advantages are there of getting a pro- getting into this program? Well, the reason they call this a 529 plan is it's authorized by Internal Revenue Code Section 529. So you'll hear these prepaid tuition plans and college savings plans often referred to as 529 plans. So the Internal Revenue Code allows people to have a tax advantage if they purchase into these plans. Uh, you know, you buy it at today's prices, you redeem it in, you know, 10, 15, 18 years when your beneficiary starts to college, uh, the value, the redemption value would be higher than what you paid for it without, you know, question. Uh, we wouldn't know that for certain, but it would be difficult to imagine that it wouldn't be worth more. And you would not have to pay federal income tax on that difference. And that's one of the big advantages of this plan. Not only can you start saving and see the value of those tuition units increase, but you don't have to pay federal income tax on that as long as you use it for the qualified purpose. That is nice. No federal income tax on it. Now, Linda, we're talking about this plan. This program has been in place for about 15 years. And granted, here in the state of Texas, it's been a program that has been successful. Do other states have this program? There are only about 12 states that have uh, active prepaid tuition plans that you can enroll in. There are a lot of states that have college savings plans, including the state of Texas. But as far as the prepaid tuition plan, there are only about 12 states that offer those. And about how many parents or how many children, if you will, are currently enrolled in the program, give or take? We have about 40,000 accounts where people have uh, entered into these prepaid tuition contracts with the state of Texas. Now, 40,000, I mean, Texas is a big state. So 40,000 to me seems relatively low. Is is this at a high or is there just plenty of opportunities for more people to get involved with the program? Absolutely more opportunities. Anyone that's a U.S. citizen or legal resident of Texas or the United States can purchase one of these plans as long as the beneficiary is a Texas resident because there are residency requirements for the plan. Now, if the uh, beneficiary is not a Texas resident, then the parent needs to be the purchaser and the parent would have to be a resident of the state of Texas. So this is a great opportunity and benefit for Texas residents. 
do you have to be related to the child to, to start you this program? You do not, no. As, as long as the beneficiary of the account is a Texas resident, you do not have to be related. So, and the yes, beneficiary is the student, and the beneficiary is the student themselves, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, as long as the beneficiary is a Texas resident, at the time you open the account, you know, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, friends, anyone can open an account for that child. Like I say, now, if the beneficiary is not a Texas resident, let's say the mom and dad are divorced, perhaps the the mom and the son live in Oklahoma, the dad lives in Texas, the, tex the dad could open an account for the beneficiary because he would be a Texas resident. Okay, so there's... Bottom line, there's different ways of working this, but the important thing is start that fund so whoever's paying for it can save a substantial amount of money on that child's tuition, and more important, the child themselves actually have a, a promising future in having the money already starting to be lined up for their college education because we know how expensive that is. That's right, and, and research has shown that kids that have these college savings plans, the 529 plans, are much more likely to go to college. The earlier someone starts an account, the better, the longer they would have to pay for this. Let's say you bought one of these accounts entered to a contract for a newborn, you could have up to 18 years to pay the cost of that contract. There's a three-year holding period, so you can't use the tuition units for three years after you purchase them. But if you start early, you've got lots of time. You can enter into an installment agreement uh, with the state. There's a 6% finance charge on an installment contract. But if you do lump sum or our pay-as-you-go option, you're paying the actual cost of that tuition required fees as it is today. And then when it's redeemed in the future, it'll be valued at what those costs are on the date you redeem it. So if you start early, you can have up to 18 years, you can enter into a five-year installment contract, a 10-year installment contract, or for a newborn, an 18-year installment contract. The pay-as-you-go option is the most flexible. That option, you just with any of the options, you have to pay a $25 application fee. And then with the pay-as-you-go option, you only have to buy one tuition unit of any type. And then in, after that, you can make payments whenever you want to, in whatever amount you want to, as long as it's at least $25. So. You could open a pay-as-you-go account, not make a payment for six months, a year, whenever. And then the price will typically change September 1 of each year. So if you're in a pay-as-you-go or a lump sum, uh, every time we roll to a new sales year, that price is going to change. So it would be based on the price at that time. Whereas if you're in an installment contract, you're locking in today's price for the life of that agreement. So once you lock in, the rates are not going to go up on you? If you're an installment contract, that's okay. correct. Like and Linda, I said, you said 6% finance charge on it. All right. You said something that caught my attention. So you're talking about a $25 application fee 
and then the parent or whoever's paying for it has to buy a tuition unit. What what is a unit consist of, and how much does that cost? So we have three types of tuition units, and this is per the legislation. This is the way they wrote it. So the least expensive tuition unit is a type three unit, which is based on the weighted average cost of in-district resident tuition school-wide required fees of all Texas two-year colleges, and that sells for $29.48 per unit. Type two units are based on the weighted average cost of all Texas public four-year colleges and universities, and those sell for $113.83 during this enrollment period. And then we have the most expensive type one tuition unit, which costs $164.12 per unit, and it's based on the most expensive Texas public college or university. So one tuition unit is equal to about 1% of the cost of a academic year that's based on a 30 semester credit hour year. So I know that's a lot <laughs> to absorb, but let's say that you're going to a junior college. If you had 100 type three units, that would pay for a 30 semester credit hours at that Texas two-year college. If you had 100 type two, it would pay for the weighted average cost of in-district, I'm sorry, it, it would pay, let me take that one again, it would pay 100% of a 30 semester credit hour academic year at a Texas college that is close to the weighted average cost of all Texas public four-year colleges. And if you had type one units, so you had 100 type one units, it would pay for the most expensive Texas public college for 30 semester credit hours. All this is in our plan description and master agreement that's available on the website. We also have a tuition calculator tool out on our website that is really helpful I think for people to understand how these things work, uh, you'll go in there and you'll put in the age of your beneficiary and you can select, say, four or five colleges that your beneficiary might attend someday because you don't have to designate the college or university at the time you enroll. But you can go in there and kind of play around with that and say, if my beneficiary goes to X university for four years and I buy type three units, how much would be covered this year? How much would I be short with that number of units? So it's really a good tool to help people, and that's on our website. Okay, thank you. So there is a tool to use, because about halfway through that, I just got totally confused. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. That's a lot to take in. That's that's why we calculator. But listening, okay, you said, so Linda, what's the average cost right now for somebody to, to attend a decent college in the state of Texas? Well, to pay the tuition and school-wide required fees, if it's a four-year Texas public college, for the tuition, because this plan only pays tuition and school-wide required fees, 
it's $16,412 per academic year. So that's September through May. 16000 Yeah, in the most expensive school. Okay, I okay. said that wrong. It's 11383 11000 The most okay. expensive Texas public school is $16,412 for this academic year for tuition and school-wide required fees. But for the weighted average cost of a Texas public four-year colleges and university, it's 11383 Now, I heard you talking, and I may have misunderstood. Can you actually pay... With this, with this program, with this uh, Texas Tuition Promise Fund, can you pay for all four years, or does it only go up to so many, so many units or so many semester hours? You can pay for all four years. You can actually buy up to 600 Type 1 units, and right if you only need about 100 per academic year, that would pay for more than four academic years. Uh, kids sometimes take more than the 15 hours that that assumes per semester or they change their, their major sometimes. So, yes, you can do all four years with this. And for type two and type three, you can buy the dollar equivalent of 600 okay. type one units. Okay. Now, Linda, just because these units are being purchased and people are kind of prepaying for college, that's no guarantee they're going to get into a college. That's absolutely correct. There's no guarantee with the program at all that they would be able to attend. But they have options if they don't use those tuition units. Uh, they have uh, several options. They can transfer the account to another beneficiary that meets the residency requirements and also is a member of the family of the existing beneficiary, and that's an internal revenue code requirement. They can cancel their account for a refund. We have two different types of refund. I mentioned earlier that you have to have these units for three years before you can redeem them. So if you were to cancel the account and the units had met the three-year holding period, then you would get the refund value, which is equal to the price paid for those units, plus or minus adjusted net earnings or losses on that amount. And that rate is set annually by the board. It's up to 2% less than the actual net earnings of the plan portfolio, and it's capped at 5%. If you held the units less than three years, you would get the reduced refund value, which is the lesser of the price paid for those units, or the price paid for the units plus or minus the net earnings or losses on that amount. You can also transfer the value, the transfer value to another 529 plan, such as a college savings plan, uh, where you could use it for cost other than just the college tuition and school-wide required fees. If you put it in a college savings plan, then you can pay costs that this plan doesn't cover, like graduate school tuition, books and supplies, and course-specific fees. So you do have some options if you don't use the plan. Okay. And when you don't use the plan, let's say a child drops out, something happens. Um, you heaven forbid 
you know, they're in a car accident where that child is no longer either here or for some reason they drop out. So does the parent have that opportunity? Did I hear you correct that there are a refund type program available in certain yes. circumstances? You would get the refund value if your beneficiary is the recipient of a full or partial scholarship. Uh, these accounts cancel automatically 10 years from the beneficiary's projected high school graduation date. So if it's canceled for that reason, or in the event of the death or disability of the beneficiary, you would get that refund value, which is the uh, the price that you paid for the units plus or minus the adjusted net earnings or losses on that amount capped at the 5%. Okay. And I also like the options of one of your kids can't hack it. You can always transfer it to the other one. Or, or your grandson. Or, or your grand. You know, okay. You, I mean, you... There's no limit on how many times you can change that beneficiary as long as they meet the internal revenue requirements for a member of the family and the account hasn't reached that 10-year termination deadline. Okay. So, Linda, for a parent or whoever may be investing, let's just say parents, as they invest this, these monies are guaranteed or is there, is there a possibility they could actually lose it or if something were to occur? What type of financial loss, or is is there any type of loss? Well, and it's not an investment. It's a prepaid tuition contract. So this is not an investment or savings account. You're literally entering into a contract with the state of Texas saying, I'm buying this number of units today that would be worth you know, this value in the future, when I get ready to redeem them, they're going to be worth whatever you're selling them for in the future based on the current prices. So as long as you use it at Texas public college or university, there is no risk. You will not be able to lose your money on this contract. Now, if you use it, you can also use this for career schools, uh, Texas private colleges and universities, out-of-state colleges and universities, medical and dental schools, apprenticeship programs. And if you use it for that purpose, then there is uh, some risk because it's going to pay out based on what you paid for those units. And this is called transfer value. It's what you paid for those units and what they would cover at a public in-state college or university are the original purchase price plus or minus the plans net investment earnings or losses on that amount. Okay. Now, Linda, you, um, we've covered a lot of material in a short period of time, and I think the key thing, as you said, there is a calculator on the website. What is that website address so people can go to that? Tuitionpromise.com. There's also a student handbook on that website. And that student handbook also goes into some detail explaining how the units work, giving you some examples. So that student handbook and the calculator are both really good resources. Okay, great. Well, we'll go ahead and on the podcast notes, we'll put a link to those websites to make it easier for somebody. So if they don't remember. And, and at the same I've time. That. That was in that uh, material I sent you. Okay. It's a little uh, bit different, yeah. Than, or you know, if I put it in there or not, I mean, I'll make sure I'll make sure we get it in there I'll, correctly I'll and make it, it easier for the listeners. Now, Linda, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to to tell people about the program or anything that we did not bring up that you feel is important? 
you know, just that uh, it's easy to get started on this. You can go out to our website and enroll at TexasTuitionPromiseFund.com. You can either enroll online or you can download an enrollment kit. And one of the things I think that's really helpful to parents is during this general enrollment period, you can enroll now, but your first payment is not due until May 1st of 2023. So right now we are in that general enrollment period. It is going to close at the end of February. And one thing that we wanted to let everyone know that uh, we are available to provide program materials upon request, or if you would like to connect with us to arrange for a virtual or in-person presentation, we would be happy to do that. And so we'll post that information as well, how they can do that. So. Okay, so somebody can have like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody over there? Absolutely. They can do one-on-one, -on -one, or if they want to set up something at their local library and invite people to come in, you know, we're happy to do that. A, vid a, a Zoom call or a video call of some sort? Yes. We can do Great. something through WebEx or Teams, whatever works for people. We're happy to do that. We've got a couple of outreach specialists, and that's what they do. They go around promoting awareness of these plans. Well, Linda, that is great because I know it can be confusing. I know there's a lot of parents out there that are probably interested in a program like this. They may have not heard of the program, but sometimes you can just get lost in all the bureaucracy of it all. But to have somebody that can actually pick up the phone or answer a phone and answer your questions or come out and talk to you in person, that, I think that is great. That is that is super. That would answer a lot of questions. All right, Linda, before we go, um, I just wanted to say thank you for joining us. Um, my name is J.R. Gonzalez. You've been listening to the Latino Business Report. You can find the Latino Business Report anywhere you listen to podcasts, and you could also visit us on our website page, latinobusinessreport.com, and we also have a new Instagram page. But for those of you around the country who may not recognize uh, what Linda is talking, that's West Texas you're talking there, isn't it, Linda? <laughs> yes, sir. Ballinger, Texas. How we have a little you? bit of an accent, so I'm sure that some of our listeners on the East Coast and in different parts of the country m took their ear a little while to get uh, accustomed to it, but that's what we do down here in Texas. We talk like that. But uh, <laughs> L Linda, thank you very much uh, for joining us. And uh, to everybody out there, hey, have a great day. Have a safe day. And if you're interested in this program or know of somebody that is, please refer to the website. Go to the website, listen to the podcast, give me a call, give us a comment, and we'll make sure you get hooked up with Linda and the folks over there at the State of Texas with the Comptroller's Office. Have a great day. <laughs>